0: No, nah, but let's go. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's
1: sake. Fuck's sake. Fuck it. Hi, I'm Addie. Oh, and I'm Kat. Well on. on. <laughs> we literally just rehearsed this, and you're like, oh fuck.
0: Do we start again <laughs> or no, just do it. No, keep it, keep on, it. Alright, let's, let's do it. Fucking keep it. Uh, uh,
1: this yeah. is Club Dead. If you have missed back. us, we're we're back. Uh, it's been a chaotic couple of weeks, and it's going to be a chaotic podcast.
0: Uh, well, yes, as always, uh, because we did have a little bit of mishap on your end,
1: because I Had some of... technical difficulties. We <laughs> were out for a bit. We we were, but it was also a good hiatus. I think with was, yeah. was time to sort of catch up and all that kind of stuff.
0: I did um, have a lot of things to
1: do. So yes, I'm you have been grateful. quite busy.
0: Yes, although busy is coming to an end, I um have exciting news. I resigned from my job
1: this week. Yay! <laughs> I'm
0: really excited. We're so happy. I'm kind of sad to leave my job because I do I do like what I do. Um, but uh, yeah, I start teaching next year. So
1: that's so exciting! So I'm so exciting. proud of you.
0: I don't know if parents are going to enjoy me or not. <laughs> I can't wait
1: for parent teacher night. Fuck. I'm just gonna lurk. I'm coming. Oh. I'm coming to parent teacher night, but I'm gonna lurk in the corner of your classroom.
0: Just pretend to be someone from like the Board of studies or something. But yeah, exactly. Nasty.
1: I can look. I can look. Pretty, I can look super professional. I won't show up in band shirts.
0: Like my fucking head teacher comes down and they're like, "Who is this?"
1: Uh, I am from the Department of Education. Please keep walking.
0: <laughs> They'd be like, "No, you're not."
1: <laughs> Fuck, do you know? And just run yeah. off. Yeah. Just leg. <laughs> like
0: she told me, she was from the Department of Education.
1: Uh, I'm shadowing Kat. I'm learning to be a future teacher. I'm not able to give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be a good example.
0: No, but I will be teaching history, uh, sociology and legal studies, which is going to be a bit interesting because we get to do, well, the HSE course has a unit on crime, which obviously which is my degree. Well, my mm-hmm. major was criminology, but it's all like legal studies stuff. None of it is like actual crime. No, it's kind of like the Crimes Act and what defines a crime and then like sentencing and stuff like that. And I was like, oh.
1: So how to avoid a crime? <laughs> Stop wiggling no. your eyebrows at me. <laughs> no.
0: no, it's kinda of, I think it's just like uh yeah, the definition of
1: crime in the like the legal system. Yeah, I remember doing legal studies. I didn't. I I, I remember doing it. It was the one I dropped to go and do radio broadcasting at TAFE. Nice. Um And my my legal studies teacher was really upset about it. He's like, why would you drop this class? I'm like, because it's a class that conflicts with my TAFE thing. And he's like, but why would you drop it? And I'm like, because I I don't want to do this. This was an elective for a reason.
0: (laughs) I should have dropped business studies, honestly. I probably would have done fucking better at maths in my HSE than business studies.
1: Weirdly, I did business studies for year 11. Okay. And we used to do stock markets.
0: So yeah. they used
1: to do that they used to do the stock market competition for, for high schools and stuff like that. I yeah, made I mean, it out with a mitt. I didn't. I don't know that. how. I pick stocks like I pick jockeys. <laughs> it's whatever color looks good. Yeah, whatever silk looks nice, although <laughs> I haven't bet on any I haven't bet on the horses or the dogs or anything for years. So <laughs> but that was how I used to pick jockeys, was I would just look at the silks. I mean they, which one with the prettiest. Exactly. Oh, I like whoever's got has got the biggest bisexual lighting uh silk that's who you go for that's that's my very professional tip if you do horse racing if uh, you my don't, professional tip is don't yeah that too because i
0: fucking hate animal racing same <laughs> that's just my
1: my yeah that's 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 the professional tip of this podcast is just don't Don't, don't <laughs> if, if you want to if you want to throw money away i have a paypal account that you can deposit it into and i will keep it safe for you
0: yes i do too um
1: just, maybe just venus just,
0: yeah venmo isn't yeah exactly thing now i don't yeah, exactly. know um but yeah we've just come out of lockdown also fyi everybody um addy and i are going out for my birthday in two weeks so you'll get to hear about that soon which will be and fun. we went
1: to the pub a couple of weeks we ago we we we, we sunk some schooners.
0: we did
1: that was fun
0: Sunk a schooner. Had some. Is that food. what you said? No, that's not what you said on the day. Delete,
1: deleted a schooner. That's the so
0: I just dropped something. Oh, what are you doing?
1: I'm fiddling. You need a ADHD cube tube or something. I hate them though. Why they're so cool? Because I can't find anything that I actually want to do with it. I can't oh, do okay. fidget spinners because I'll take my own
0: eye out. Do you know what I have? Um, what that do I you use? have? Occasionally.
1: Um... So I spin. I spin things.
0: Nobody wants to see inside this drawer. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's full of stuff I use. Um, but it's I just, have, it's just disorganized.
1: Um, I have oh, one a, of those things. Pop it.
0: Let's do some ASMR for everybody.
1: It's great pop oh, asmr it if, the, if this podcast doesn't go well we're gonna either do that yeah. a, we, we'll do that in our adhd one it's that we decided to add
0: asmr because that's all i have Or oh, just like i'll borrow some like fidget stuff off my nieces and i'll do like a fidget um fidget toy asmr for everybody <laughs>
1: Kat and I came up with another podcast, uh, In yeah. True Fashion. We're going to do an ADHD podcast. Yes, because
0: I'm currently in the process of getting diagnosed and Addie's pretty sure she should get diagnosed. Yeah, I so. keep
1: identifying myself in everybody else's diagnoses. I'm like, oh, that explains that's very a common. lot.
0: It's super common and that's how a lot of people do realise that they need to go get diagnosed and I think that that's great. You know,
1: have, you heard about the, that. have you heard about the weird thing where um, girls are developing tics because of TikTok? What? Yeah, so apparently it's like this socio-word um, phenomena where women, like more girls and women are being diagnosed with Tourette's-like tics oh,
0: and they can't yeah.
1: figure it out. But the common link between all of these girls and women who are being diagnosed like, who are Is education is TikTok. on TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Um, because Tourette's is one of those things that you commonly see in men.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, My younger sister who has ADHD and OCD, and um, oh, I think she's got something else, but she does have a tick. Um, she's not Tourette's, she does not have Tourette's, so but it is but common in it's other, um, it's common in other like mental, di- like mental health diagnoses, such mm. as ADHD. And I said to my sister, I was like, Is my arm because I have like muscle spasms? And I'm like, Emily, is that ADHD? And she's like, No, that's your arthritis. <laughs> like, and I'm like, Oh she's like it's really common and I was like oh okay i I, I get
1: I get muscle spasms when my head is acting up uh um it's just like my you'll just see my hands my my fingers will dissipate
0: oh I get it in my hands my elbow and my shoulders and my elbow I get it in my like,
1: butt all the time
0: <laughs> are you sure you're just not farting maybe. <laughs> I am a teenage boy. hearts <laughs> <laughs> and fluffs. Anyway, um, yes, I'm 31 to laugh about that stuff, whatever.
1: Welcome to the True Month Podcast. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway. Let's, um, let's dive into this. So we've already done episode one. Episode one.
1: Uh, which Happened just before my motherboard shit itself.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was like, what, two months ago,
1: I think? Something like that. Okay, yeah. so, so story is, before we jump into anything and yeah. we continue to diverge, um Is that so? My motherboard for for those for those playing at home. I'm super into video games and all that kind of stuff. And I've got my own computer that I've built. And for the last couple of weeks before I sent it in, my motherboard was throwing USB overcharges. So it would be like I'm not starting up. Something is overvolting If we continue, it's going to completely break. And I'm like, cool, okay. I did it once. I fixed. I thought I fixed it. And then like the week that we recorded, I had finished streaming. Went to restart my computer. And I couldn't get it to turn back on because it kept throwing overvolt charges and overvolt charges and overvolt charges. And I'm like, fuck. Fuck. Great. My mother, my motherboard is fucked. So I sent it away on the 16th of September. I want to say. Yeah. It sat in transit for three and a half weeks. Because it was going to Melbourne,
0: COVID. and they Thanks weren't doing anything interstate. No, like. they
1: had, this this was when Australia Post was like, no, we're just it, like everything has come to a standstill. They weren't doing drop offs, they weren't doing pickups, yeah, um, because the mountains of posts, and then they had like three hundred staff members out for COVID isolation. Oh shit! Because if one like sorting facility, if somebody tests positive, they're going to shut the entire thing down yeah. until either it gets cleaned or whatever, or people test negative um mm-hmm. and so it just sat at this sorting facility for ages and it didn't move until i'd emailed australia post being like i totally understand that covid is a thing but can i just know that it's actually somewhere like my mother yeah. a thing. Is it, all is it there um and so shout outs to pc case gear. um they once they got it um i had had my rma and my credit done within a week yeah That's so they're good. like because they're like yeah your shit's fucked um, we'll just refund you back the don't money you paid for it. Don't worry about it. Um, and then I bought a new PSU and a new motherboard and I had it in three nice. days. That's so good. And I just had it in three days. I was like, oh, okay. I Things think you gonna line... We could talk about this later. Yeah. And I will just
0: I will just walk you through it. It'll be yeah. fine. I don't know what I want to upgrade yet, though. Like, I already Everything. have a
1: 260 RTX, so I really don't need a new graphics card. <laughs> I will take it. Oh, no, mine's a 270. Mine's better than yours. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind a three sixty or a three seventy though. Oh, if I could. But they're it. like thirteen hundred dollars, yeah. and
0: this'll do, do me I until like, oh. I start teaching, and then I can think about it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so what is the synopsis for this week's episode?
1: So it is season two, episode two. Keep this party going. Woof, woof. Um, and according to binge, the synopsis is Bill and uh, Suki and Bill contend with teenage vampire Jessica. Jason Jason impresses his light of day leaders and Marianne casts her spell at Milwatz.
0: I can't believe how early they get into the Marianne plotline.
1: But it I starts it at the end of It starts at the end of last season. Yeah, true. True. Um, where they sort of start introducing Marianne and stuff like that. Because yeah. remember she shows up in the middle of the road, butt half naked with a pig. Little pig. Pig. Um,
0: did you watch Nicolas Cage's pig by any chance? I did not. You have to watch it. It's really good. I think it's on VOD here somewhere.
1: My wondering. brain feels played. like Nicolas Cage in the cage of bees.
0: Bees! Uh, that's the Wicker Man.
1: <laughs> I like that one. Well, that's, I didn't know what the name of the movie was. I just knew he was <laughs> in a cage of bees. Cage of bees. Bees! That's what my brain feels like at the moment.
0: Oh, mine's nice and slow today, thank goodness. And I have uh, creatine to thank for that.
1: Uh, I've had three cups of coffee. So I I, I, find, do
0: anything except make me I
1: finally, I finally feel <laughs> adequately caffeinated. Do we uh, have to put a TLDR on this? A, a, a TMI warning on this one. By the way, we discussed cats' bowel movements. It's fine. I mean, it's we were pro- I your have a f- earlier, so mate, it's
0: fine. I probably have a fucked up gallbladder, and that's why I'm just like, oh, no, can't have this coffee anyway. um... <clears throat> So, so yeah the episode starts with uh back in the basement of uh fantasia with uh lafayette it's exactly being the ho- moment
1: where being eric horrified at the fact that yeah eric has ha- eric-
0: the sky um eric my
1: favorite my favorite <laughs> do i have it in my hair so 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 if you haven't seen it it's so good Eric has just ripped apart this redneck fuck who we know from a couple of episodes earlier, who was burning down the vampire nest. He got into the argument with Lafayette about the AIDS burger. And
0: (coughs) now he did. (laughs) Excuse
1: me. So like last episode, he's like confessing all of these things to Lafayette and trying to like, you know, redeem himself before he's, viciously ripped apart by Lafayette uh, by by Eric but my (laughs) favorite part is that Eric's sitting there just with blood pouring from Mm. his mouth it is the most fantastic silhouette it looks great and then he just comes up to fucking Lafayette and he's just like do I have blood in my hair and then Lafayette yeah yeah that's a little bit yeah (laughs) Lafayette no well Lafayette goes I can't see in this light so Eric moves him and then it's Pam will be pissed He's this is like, a disaster. Pam is going to kill me. And
0: he's like, "Who the fuck is
1: Pam?" I have been raving about this for thirteen episodes. <laughs> Getting rid of this fucking wig of Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, thank God! And I am happening. more, I am more excited about Eric's haircut than I am for my own. Yeah, absolutely. I've been in lockdown for eleven weeks. I am more <laughs> excited about Eric's fucking haircut than I am for my own.
0: <gasps> oh, I'm actually booked in for my haircut too. Yay!
1: I haven't booked one yet because no. I've got to recolor it, and I have what this 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 much hair, so much yeah. hair, a lot uh, of and hair. if I pull yeah. of the hair, uh, do you have if hair as well? Yes, or just a lot like thin hair, but a lot of it. I have thick hair, and I have That's a thin. lot of it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and so despite the fact I have half my head shaved with my undercut, it's there's still so much hair. Yeah, well, so it's going to be bleach it to the bleach it to the roots, and then dye everything. It's a ten hour day. It's oh, dumb. are you doing a bleach bath as well? Um, depending on how my scalp goes. Yeah, because my my scalp also likes to be burny. Ooh. Mm. See, I don't know how I'm going to
0: do. I, I've got. I'm booked in for a cut and dye, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I just want it. Um, cut. I just need a trim.
1: <laughs> I did put a poll on Instagram today that was like, oh, I "Do I go long?"
0: long. <laughs> I was
1: like, "Keep it long." <laughs> it is fifty. It is dead set 50-50. I think it's like eight I'm long, at- nine <laughs> short. <laughs> It's dead set 50-50. i so I'm like, God damn it, you fucking dorks!
0: <laughs> Can't even help me make a decision. <laughs> Can't even help me
1: make a decision. Um, so, so once once yes. we get out of that, it cuts back to Suki and Bill. Well, it's a credits roll after yes. Eric
0: takes off um, the the chain from Lafayette. Lafayette, so, yes, credits roll, and then we see Suki and Bill in postcoitus bliss, I guess, from their makeup sex
1: and so Suki goes do you think she heard us referring to jessica and i'm like damn sook are you She's just like putting on a liar. show yeah and well first are you putting on a show for bill or are you putting on a show for jessica because jessica's like 16
0: that's weird
1: she it's insane. a little it's a little weird yeah um and so they're like discussing like makeup sex and all this kind of stuff yeah. and then they're discussing how bill treats jessica as like this yeah. father figure and I don't think Bill gives Jess enough credit, to be honest.
0: No, I think because he has spent so much time watching individuals become vampires and lose their humanity that it's kind of set a standard for him in this whole, like, how people uh, lose all of that aspect of their lives where he seems to think he's got his all together.
1: Yeah, you know, Bill, he, Bill Bill. Bill thinks, thinks his shit don't him. stink.
0: Exactly. So I think, yeah, like you said, he's not giving Jessica enough credit. Like, he, she's going to be living with him. Like she's well, gonna be mainstreamed like it's gonna be fine
1: yeah i don't i feel like he's not like taking enough effort to understand her so she's not yeah. just a newborn vampire as sookie points out she's a teenage girl and she's yeah. been heavily sheltered in this religious like heavily religious yeah. household so that's going to take a lot of deprogramming not that you mm. think like Justine's deprogramming she's taken her vampirism like a fish yeah, to she, water she loves it i guess um but she's now this powerful creature in charge of yeah. her own destiny. She does, And we we find this out later in the episode about, like, how much she wants to take charge of her own destiny and make and things like easier. And, like, having, like, autonomy as well, like control of yeah. her own body. Um, exactly. And yeah. so Bill is trying to, like, he's got this sense of fatherly duty and we see that through a lot of the maker, prod- uh, prodigy, pro- prod- prod- prodigy? Prodigy? Prod- progeny. Progeny. progeny, progeny. That's progeny. like prodigy. No, that's when you're like. <laughs> no, that's firestarter. That's yeah. that's, a, that's when you're a firestarter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the progeny um, make a relationship is that it is yeah. a very maternal paternal kind of relationship. Um, and the thing I take a lot of issue with in Jess's storyline is I don't do a lot to address Jess's background from a heavily like religious standpoint because you think it would be a really good juxtaposition between this fundamentalist christian like southern christian background into well now she's a vampire yeah now she is the definition of you know the devil on sin and all this kind of stuff they kind of address it in this episode and a little bit when she's turned but that's entirely it there's no real her coming to terms with the fact that she's able to practice religion freely as opposed to going to Sunday school every day yeah. and be or going to Sunday school every weekend or going to Bible studies or something like that. And I just, I really wish they would do it because the beginning feels so shallow for Jess's yeah. character development.
0: They give her a lot more later though. And I, I think that that's, I think that this just explores her breaking away from that religious, um, like, the chains of her religion and how they wouldn't accept her anyway. But we'll get to that because I, I think that that's there's really... a very
1: There's some very interesting interactions later in this yeah. episode.
0: Um. So Pam is doing Eric's hair. And...
1: There is very little that Eric fears, but Pam being pissed off about yeah. his hair is like, top three!
0: But they're also uh, talking about how Eddie has gone missing because Eddie is a sheriff. And oh no, sorry, no, that's Godric. No, um, gods. but Eddie is like important a to citi- is
1: Well, he's a citizen of Eric's group. Sheriff doing in his yeah, yeah
0: in his because he's Area Five. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and he thinks that Jason took him. Um, well, he
1: thinks Lafayette knows something, and Jason yeah, and, and Lafayette, Lafayette doesn't thinks
0: Jason did it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, um, and there's like yeah. this, there's this like interaction between Pam and Eric in Swedish. That's like it's Suki's brother. Yeah. Um, and Eric, Eric lights up like Christmas. He's yes. like, oh Suki, oh Suki, Suki. Um, but
0: I love that um, Lafayette's talking about how um, Lafayette,
1: the side hustle of like the just vampire hustling.
0: blood buyer, uh, and his email is pussy lover.
1: Pussylover9 at gmail yeah. and yeah. Eric is like, well, what? Uh, do you do you know who this pussy lover is and do they reside in Texas?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> they're in Dallas. Uh, yeah, this, this, Lafayette knows that they're in Dallas, and so he's giving like little bits and pieces to all this stuff that Eric wants to know. So he wants to know about Eddie, then he wants to know about these vampire blood buyer that um you know that Lafayette has like these clients and stuff.
1: Um. Because a sheriff in Texas has gone missing. This is Godric. Yeah. Um,
0: he basically knows that there's new product and he wants to know if Lafayette has gotten any and where did he get it from?
1: Yeah. Because Godric is a very old vampire and the older like the most. One, sh-
0: oh no, I won't ruin it for everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a, he's a very old vampire. Yeah. Um, and so when vampires are old and powerful and that kind of stuff, their blood is more potent. Yeah. It is a stronger product. So the idea that you know Eric is currently just playing it off as well. The sheriff has gone missing. I am curious about this because I am also an old vampire, mm. and that's kind of that's kind of the way he's playing it off in the beginning. Um, yeah. my favorite part then comes to Lafayette doing this like sight, like this hustle of, um, and I think it happens a little bit later. But he's like, you could just turn me into a vampire. You've <laughs> seen my website. I will bust goddamn moves. <laughs> He is, he is like, and Pam says something along the lines of, I thought, um, I thought prostitutes were loyal. Um, and he's like, don't get it wrong, hooker, the f- I am loyal to myself and to money and survival first. Yeah. I am yeah. many, many things, but I am a hooker last and I am a capitalist yeah, that's first. in this scene.
0: Yeah, he says, um, I'm a survivor first, capitalist second, and a whole bunch of shit after that, but a hooker dead last.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, yeah, he's, he's 100% just trying to, like, just get in on this. He's like, yeah. this is the only way I'm going to survive.
0: Yeah, because uh, he mentioned something about his website, and Eric's like, "I've seen your website. It's quite um, low rent,"
1: <laughs> which is Lafayette to a to a degree. He's yeah. high end but low rent.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the next scene is Jason on the fucking clappy hands Jesus bus going to the, the leadership conference. <laughs>
1: And they're all singing this song, and Jason's—Jason's oh Jason's like when I'm trying to sing alphabet uh, aerobics, and I'm like, uh, I know some of the words, and they kick in, and then I kind of just mumble, my, mumble rap my way through. Yeah, the mumble
0: the way through. Just move your
1: mouth. But he's so enthusiastic; he's there for it. That's he's it. trying, um, and then we get introduced to Luke, who
0: is—I love how he's like Luke McDonald, no relationship.
1: <laughs> No, but what about the farm? Any
0: relation to the farm?
1: <laughs> My favorite part is that Luke looks at him like, wow. "What farm? These two boys share mm. a brain cell, no. and neither of them want to admit that they lost it. Mm. One of them has lost just it, and they don't. It. Yeah, they don't want to like admit it mother, to the other. I'm holding on to it for now. Yeah, it's like I'm. I'm brain cell. They they just don't want to admit it. No. And Jason and the, Jason and Luke are having this conversation about how they came to the leadership conference. And Luke is yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I did three years of Bible study. I've been absent for three years." And Jason looked like somebody told him Santa wasn't real because <laughs> he's done nothing. He's done nothing. He's like, Luke's like, "Oh, what about you? What's your journey?" And he goes, "Oh, I met them like three days ago. I had breakfast with them." And Luke looks so just, <laughs> yeah heartbroken about the idea um and Jason said he met in Soulmate and then there was this whole abstinence thing so and he was like oh I haven't done that they're very much two sides of the same coin
0: yeah their so, relationship is very interesting
1: their relationship is so good um because Luke is talking about how he was gonna go to UNM or something like that He was gonna go to some big Texan college um and he was, like, on a full scholarship and all this kind of stuff until he blew his knee out. And that's, that's kind of the right, same yeah. thing that happened to Jason in high school. You know, he was going to yeah. play football and all this kind of stuff. So they're bonding over this shared destiny that they have, and now that this shared destiny they do have. Yeah. We'll see um, about that. <laughs> except, once again, Jason is just falling into the next step of his life. Uh, yeah. It's just handed Completely to him. and. blind yeah exactly he's just like well this is the thing i'm gonna do for the next week uh (laughs) this is
0: is is, is what i'm doing for now
1: yeah this is my hyper fixation for the week yeah um Um, are you calling me out i'm calling us both out
0: oh okay that's all right then
1: i'm honestly (laughs) surprised we've done 14 episodes of this podcast
0: (laughs) sometimes i think you know i'm so proud of us
1: I am so <laughs> proud of us. I am so proud of everybody who listens to us just also talk that, shit. Yeah. Um you are the reason we are still hyper- stated. Yeah. Last week was a bit of a false start, but we got there. We were supposed to record We were supposed to record last week. We were like, oh fuck, last
0: week was absolutely a write-off
1: for me. Yeah, last last week was not great. Yeah. My 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 other favorite part is that Jason goes, he says shit, and then Luke goes, <laughs> don't say shit. <laughs> I would be so out of this like Jesus Bible oh, studies see camp you later. I'm I my favourite word in the English language is the C bomb. Uh, no, uh, is, is is a is a solid C bomb. Mm. Fuck fuck is just punctuation. For <laughs> fuck fuck's sake. <laughs> for, is, sake. for fuck's it's sake, like, it's just punctuation. It is. Whereas if I wanna if I wanna really enunciate something, I will drop cunt. Oh. Oh. Right. I'm not offended. Also, this podcast is like 18 plus, so. Uh,
0: it should be, because I'm pretty sure the show is 18 plus. I'm pretty sure the show is R rated. Maybe. Well, maybe. MA, actually. Uh,
1: true Blood rating in Australia.
0: You know, if you just wrote True Blood OFLC, it'd come
1: <laughs> up. Well, shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the official classification board. Parent guidelines R18 in Australia. Yeah, I thought so. Austra- some episodes are MA15 but it's mostly R18. Well,
0: they have to go with the
1: highest rating. Always. So <laughs> I'm reading it. Sex and nudity, severe. Violence and gore, severe. Profanity, severe. Alcohol, drugs and smoking, moderate. Frightening and intense scenes, moderate. I would say that is a pretty accurate description. It is.
0: It should have probably been severe on all of them.
1: Yeah. Except
0: like the drugs and
1: alcohol. <laughs> yeah. for uh, Vampire blood is a drug to humans. It works as a hallucinogen. It um, yeah. also works as a Viag- as Viagra uh, several characters drink heavily and smoking is shown as well. Some characters smoke marijuana at times. One <gasps> character is a Devil's drug dealer. Lettuce. Lucifer's Romaine. <laughs> <laughs> Beelzebub's a Arugula. We were cracking up over this the other day, too. We're fucking idiots. Uh, I
0: one have, of the characters I have is a brain drug dealer. the size of a fucking pea, alright? Maybe a chickpea.
1: But Every day is a new adventure. I have a goldfish <laughs> brain. Just another day around a the ball. Brand new
0: adventure.
1: Goldfish um, probably have a
0: better memory than I
1: do though. Probably. Um So yeah, just don't say shit. shit. Don't say it. Don't say it. I can fuck. say anything
0: else in. Oh fuck. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> They'd have to make a pass for me. They'd just be like, she can she, it's just- If they
1: had it if, if the Catholic Church had a swear jar, I would be the reason they are multi-billionaires. <laughs> We fund the Catholic Church. We, we fund the Catholic do you know Church. What? I'm gonna. Just I'm so gonna, um,
0: You know when you Venmo someone, you can like um, ask for your money back. <laughs> I'm gonna do that with the Catholic Church.
1: So, uh, uh, excuse me. I'd like to talk to God's accountant.
0: I need my ten million dollars back. Yeah. From my swear jar.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway. The next
0: um, morning. Tara the next mornings. God damn, that man is good looking.
1: Eggs being a snack. That boy is, is just... That boy is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And
0: he's also really tall, and that's what I find so attractive about him, is how tall I, he
1: is. Yeah, he's just, like, tall and kind of just muscular enough, and then, like, he's Sorry, kind of... weird. Yeah. yeah, and so this scene, he's, like, working out in the garden or something like that, so he's a little bit sweaty, too. Yeah, Tressa like, uh, tells him that he smells. He smells good and bad. Yeah. And She's like... like She's like, you smell the best and like the worst both at once. And I'm like, that's how you know you're attracted to somebody. If their stinky ass sweat smells good. I don't think I s- smell Ned's stinky ass. Jason comes home from work and I can smell him wafting through the house after a oh, hard day.
0: Yeah, because he, wo- he works in like intensive labor. Yeah, he's <laughs> <His his>
1: construction. <laughs>
0: like- well, he I, we say so he has his own tradie smell. We say
1: we say we say he works in construction. My 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 delightful husband, who I love very much and would die for, uh, works in the office. Uh, that's he what is my husband's job. Well. He is a CAD drafter. Oh, um, that sounds like fun. He has soft hands. Oh. I tease him about having soft hands, uh, despite the fact he still has really really rough hands because he goes down to the floor all the time because he's <laughs> a quali- he's a qualified foreman as well. But oh. I'm just like. I mean, you have such soft hands. Why do you even have power tools anymore? Just sell them. Just Off sell them. Go. Just
0: sell them. Uh, so, basically, Eggs uh, is admitting to her that, you know, Marianne more than just helped him. Mm. And he's talking about how he was really broke, he hasn't got a job, and he's got a massive criminal record, basically. And she's like, okay...
1: So it's worth pointing out there here that Tara asked eggs about this. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't know anything about you. I really, really like you, but I don't know anything about you. And i can applaud Mm -hmm. Tara for trying to take off the rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Because she's just like, wait a second. Yeah. She's in this like honeymoon bubble at Marianne. She's got every, like she's, she's finally living the life. I think she thinks she deserves. And like, honestly, I think everybody kind of deserves having a hot man shirtless all the time and somebody to serve you fruits and all this kind of stuff. Yes, uh, please. anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, she's saying to eggs, you know, he's like, Oh, I've done drugs. Like I, I, I was done for drugs and she's like, uh, possession or what was it? P- possession, possession, possession or, or distribution or something. Yeah. Possession or distribution. And he's like, do I have to pick one? And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like admitting that, you know, he did time for, Breaking a B and E for assault and all this kind of stuff, and Tara looks really like really shook by this. Yeah, it's kind of shaken her idea of what Eggs the, is. Yeah,
0: exactly. This like um, illusion that she herself had kind of set up about him.
1: Yeah, and I think she sort of probably had these ideas that he was, you know, quote unquote, a bad boy, yeah. but not to the extent that Eggs is admitting. Yeah. and props to eggs as well like that is yeah. a that is a lot to admit to somebody that you've just met but it's showing her that he wants to be open and honest about it and he's he, transparent yeah yeah and he says this to her later as well when she goes to work because tara kind of goes okay i need a minute to think about this yeah good um because it is a it's it's kind of this trope in movies and tv and books and stuff like that that the black character always has this really violent record yeah um, but, um with
0: eggs it's like he's a redeemed character as well where he's yeah like, i've got a tarnished past but that's not me anymore yeah he's that actively that's also a very common trope that um you know like uh bipoc characters are given <laughs>
1: Yeah, is you can't be a good person without having something to redeem yeah. yourself from as opposed to a lot of white characters who are just good
0: or a bad stay bad but people still think are good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um I think a good um example of this is there is a movie with Sandra Bullock where it's based on a it's based on a true story and she is like this upper middle class American. Oh, the blind side. Very, yes, the blind side. Yeah, um, is a very good um, is a very good explanation of this. If you ever just wanted to see this idea of like, wow, there's there's a term for it. It's like, um, white savior uh, complex. Yeah, yeah, um, white savior also, complex. That's
0: based on a true story.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, but like
0: same with like um the one with Hillary Swank. If you've seen it, it's about an English teacher in like a really rough school. Um,
1: I thought you were thinking about the boxing movie, and I'm like, no. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's that, a true story. That's
0: that's no, no. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. The writer's something. There's something. Yeah. I'll find out for you. It's actually yeah. really fantastic. Um,
1: really excellent. Fun. I can do with more of that. Um, but yeah, so props to everybody for being open and yeah, open and honest and all this Tara's kind of stuff
0: as well. That she's absolutely open to finding out these things about people because a lot of people will just not ask them because it's like a don't ask don't tell.
1: Yeah, and I think Tara's done having to hide things like she's yeah. had to hide her mother from a lot of people despite the fact that her mother was an open alcoholic but she yeah. wants people to be honest about that so she can yeah. probably one guard herself because she doesn't want to be caught in that cycle of abuse mm. again. But she wants to know if people can be trusted after that. Because she still doesn't trust her mother either.
0: No, I wouldn't trust her mother as far as I could throw her. Absolutely Um, not. So that morning, Suki is, I don't Oh, she's at home. Mm. And she's watching TV and Jessica's parents come on the screen and they're asking for information about their daughter. They want their daughter
1: to come home. Jess, um, Jess has disappeared basically and that was again yeah. implied through the beginning of when Jess was turned because she was pulled out of a car like out of a car yeah. booth. she was kidnapped yeah terrifying. Um, yeah exactly and that's a that's a, a big I, again something I wish they kind of went a little bit more into is how Jess got to this point uh, yeah because I feel like that would be a really interesting character um, as well. she was going
0: to a party with her friends she had snuck out
1: of home to go to a
0: party that's why... right and she was taken because it was like a little flashback scene. Was there, or was it, something? like,
1: they were, like, she was, she was, like, explaining it to the magister. I feel like she's all in the and she's explaining ex- yeah. it to the
0: magister. Like, I was just going to a party, I'll be good, like, yeah, don't hurt me. <laughs> I'm sorry I broke the rules. <laughs> um, Sookie goes into her grandma's room and she stares at an old picture of her gran and Tara. She has, like, a little bit of a moment. It's nice. It's It's that- nice.
1: Photo creeps me the fuck out.
0: Oh, really? Why?
1: Because Adele, like the photo, the, the computer generated young Adele that oh. they
0: have. They're always creepy.
1: Because the kids they used in the photo are real. Like they're the kids that they use yes. for the flashbacks of Suki and Tara. But you've got the actress who plays Adele. They've like computer generated her back to like when she must be like 16
0: or something. And you're like, that's enough. It's,
1: it's so uncanny valley. It triggers my fight or flight response. <laughs> If somebody showed me that photo, I would probably freeze and, like, immediately just try and punch on. <laughs> just, just punch on with the photo. just
0: punch it on. I don't care. Just punch it. Just,
1: just have a punch on. Near me.
0: Um, so Marianne comes into my lots and she grabs a booth, convincing Sam to let her stay, and she just starts ordering off the menu. Like, she's just ordering a whole bunch of shit. All this shit.
1: You have missed a very important scene. What did I miss? So Jason is now at camp. I thought
0: that was the next one. Oh, I put it. I put it in the wrong order.
1: It's in the wrong order.
0: That's right. Um, Planting um,
1: the flag. <laughs> no, no, no. So they're, oh. they're getting, they're getting, they're getting the the speech from Sarah, and they're getting their promise rings.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, I
1: actually do have that written here. Um, they're getting, they're getting their promise rings, and Sarah is doing this whole speech about how. They're like a family, and silver
0: will protect,
1: protect you. you. And yeah. it's like this honesty and purity, and all this kind of stuff. Then, and like it's, I love the 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 girl that they come around to give out the rings because she sings later. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, it's the same. And
1: girl. She, yeah, she's like the hot little southern girl next door, and she looks at Jason like she's gonna unhinge her jaw and devour him whole. Have a Jennifer's and, body moment. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I love this idea that they're using this really cute girl to kind of seduce Jason into this, yeah. like, cult, basically. Yeah. Like, it's a cult. Well, That's what it is. It's a cult. I, yeah. Um,
0: are at um, the light, light of Day Conference. That's what it's called.
1: Yes. It's the Light of Day Institute. Ugh. Um, And it's, like, the worst summer camp ever.
0: Yeah. I would not want to go to that summer camp. No, neither would I. I have been um, to a Jesus summer camp, but we didn't do that much Jesus stuff
1: i hear that like i hear like the jesus summer camps the older you get the more raunchy they get because everybody's oh. abstaining teenager And i was literally like quarters. 10 okay <laughs> we won't go there
0: i was staying in Coleroy, so we just like went to the beach nearly every day it was so awesome we went to the movies i was gone for like two weeks
1: i have a horror camp story oh my god tell me so if you're from newcastle you know the camp i went to i can't remember the name but it was like out near valentine or something out near the lake and so it was a camp that was sponsored by legacy and i was sent it was i was sent from my school to go to this camp um i think it was because they thought i was a suicidal teenager and they wanted me to interact with non-suicidal teenagers i don't know
0: black doesn't mean i want to unalive myself
1: exactly um but so i go to this camp and i'm there for like a week on the second last day um, a couple of the boys had snuck out to go swimming. They dive into the pool and one of the guys breaks his neck.
0: Oh, my fucking God.
1: Um, and so we're all woken up to the sound of ambulances because this kid has crushed his neck. He was like 17 too. Mm, poor kid. Um, it was it was really horrifying. I can't, I don't yeah. actually know what happened to him. Mm. um i don't know if it was like a permanent injury or something like that but i remember him being pulled out of the pool um and then putting the collar on him to get him up onto the it was hor- i was like 15 at the time
0: yeah yeah you, you don't even know how to process that kind of stuff no
1: yeah. it was so it's like i've seen i've seen some shit that is one of the things that sticks with me yeah fair enough
0: Fucking don't don't know.
1: Don't dive into a pool. You do not know the depth of.
0: I had a friend do that at the beach and (gasps) broke his neck and is a quadriplegic. Yeah, it's really sad. We were really young, um, probably in our early 20s, because we stopped hanging out when when I started going to university and stuff. He was, like, in my teenage group of friends. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was really sad when I heard about that. I was like, that's... He was like the he whenever we had a party he was like the fucking life of the party at my house. Mm. It's, it him. always
1: seems to happen to that yeah. it happened to that person because they're always trying to do something fun and exciting and cool.
0: Yeah. It was just a freak accident at the beach.
1: Do not yeah because hidden sandbars. Yeah. Do yeah. not dive into water that you do not know the depth of. Absolutely not. Um, uh, I I don't like going to a pool or Just in general oh. too, too much too much trauma from swimming from swimming carnivals. Oh, <laughs> I used to
0: swim competitively. I'm fine. <laughs> I just don't like don't, swimming because of it.
1: Don't like, don't like going to the beach.
0: I don't like um, sand.
1: Yeah, very, that's very Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> very Vatican Skywalker. I don't like sand; it gets everywhere. The only yeah. pool I like is the one that we pull out at summer uh, that goes under the um, carport, and nice. we all get drunk and we that's just in like six inches
0: of water. <laughs> so they're getting their after they get their rings. That's that's about it. But yes, yeah, Sarah there's kind a very of very emotive speech about. There's kind
1: of – yeah, there's kind of this – they're starting to play up the relationship between Sarah and Jason a little bit because they keep doing these cuts between Sarah and Jason. Um, And for what it's worth, Sarah is Steve Newland's wife.
0: Yes. Uh, Played by the same girl from Pitch Perfect. She's so funny. She's she's a fantastic actress.
1: She's got such good comedic timing and I love her in this role because she's very – super sexualized southern wife yeah but it's in that christian fr- mind frame or, or frame set and it's just it's so perfect shouldn't happen what are you doing lady <laughs> yeah basically
0: uh, the um, next scene is marianne ordering everything off the menu yes and then it's back to the light of day conference uh where jason is playing capture the flag with all the uh, there's like a whole bunch of them because it's obviously meant to be like a bonding
1: Um, they're playing they're they're kind of playing touch footy it reminds me a lot of touch footy because they've got the they've got the tags and stuff like that Mm. and i love i love this scene because um, so that luke they're setting hyper masculine yeah they're setting up this no because they're setting up this rivalry between luke and jason luke expected to walk onto this light of day institute be absolutely number one he was gonna go be steve newland's best friend like this was gonna be his thing jason's and already up, taken that <laughs> up crops fucking jason stackhouse being handed again another opportunity on a silver platter that he doesn't deserve that he doesn't deserve and they've got this song playing that's like god bless texas it's a very country rock song oh, it's so
0: perfect for i this. actually kind of enjoyed it
1: so yeah. did i i was
0: like i really like this
1: it's it's quite a, it's quite a bop. It's very catchy. Yeah. So they're setting up this rivalry between Luke and Jason, and then Jason takes his shirt off. Yeah. And puts he, he ties his shirt to his head, and all of a sudden Sarah Newland has seen Christmas. Yeah. Jesus, she's having a come to Jesus moment because Jesus is now shirtless in front of her.
0: Basically, yes.
1: Uh God bless Texas. God bless Texas. Unless you're a woman. <laughs> i
0: take all
1: of that back i take all of that back bless yes. jason stackhouse
0: bless jason stackhouse <laughs> Exactly. And,
1: and that, that that dumb sponge brained boy um sponge cake yum. yum yum i watched the castle the other day oh did you and that's just what do you call this doll sponge cake what's all this on top of it icing sugar why would you go out to a restaurant lads <laughs> love that That it's such a good movie it's such a good movie (laughs) go the castle my friends it is so good it is quintessential like 90s australia
0: yeah absolutely i remember how's how's the serenity
1: how's the serenity
0: i forgot that that's just how casual we are about everything
1: my favorite part is like dad uh two jousting sticks how much do you want for them (laughs) 400 Tell him, he's Tell, him he's Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him he's dreaming. We still do it in my house. <laughs> what are you going to do with two jousting six, style? <laughs> His wife just fucking macrames everything what she made for best Fucking hell. This is, no, this sorry, is, this is now a podcast. This, this is now a podcast about the castle. The castle. I would 100% do a mini series mm. on Australian films. Oh, my God. That'd be so much fun. I Priscilla, think I, Queen yeah. of the Desert, Muriel's oh. Wedding, The Castle, are like, my
0: big three. Oh, what are some other ones that are just...
1: Full Monty is apparently Australian.
0: No, that's British.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's Australia light. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) We're British. We're British light?
1: We're British light. We're British Um, premium. Thank you. uh, Eric, and Eric Banner's in it. And if you didn't know, Eric, if if you've never seen Eric Banner, Eric Banner started in an Australian TV show called uh, uh, Fast Forward, no? Rewind, something like that. Fast forward. Oh, um, yeah. fast forward. And he has some of the best comedy chops. Oh, fuck,
0: he's so good. We should also see
1: Chopper. Chopper, that yes. Came,
0: that, that just Uncle Chop Chop. 20 chop. years, I think. Do you know I've seen Chopper in real life?
1: I used to live up the road from Ivan Milat's brother. Mm. My
0: mum went to school with Ivan Milat's niece. Ew. Yeah,
1: I'm sure she's probably a lovely person, but I'm like, like <laughs> she's a of Malat
0: like, name. Family barbecues and shit. Yeah, and like not my mum, but the niece.
1: One of my favorite photos is Ivan Malat singing karaoke.
0: Why is that your favorite photo?
1: What the? F- Be- because it's such a juxtaposition of, of who you he think like, is. Of, of what he actually is. You know, yeah. Ivan Malat is this horrid murderer, mm. but the dude also enjoys karaoke. He likes a good scene. My my man enjoys a belt. See the
0: thing is, right, what a lot of people have this misconception about Chopper is, is that he's a bad person and it's like, no, he just punished bad people.
1: Yeah, he he's was a gay he person. was he was a gangster who, who punished bad people.
0: Um, Animal House?
1: But... Animal House. Uh Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. And- it's an Australian crime movie. It oh, okay. Because I was going to say,
0: there's a TV show called Animal Kingdom, and I was like, I
1: think it's based on the same thing. Um, yes, and we it also is. need to. Do-
0: yes, it is because my sister is obsessed with the TV show, and she's like, it's based off an Australian story.
1: Uh and we probably couldn't go past Wolf Creek. Uh, yeah. Uh who? Is it's so weird because so Australian I, horror movies as well. <laughs> me messaging you, being like fucking. John Jarrett, no, not John yeah. Jarrett, fucking Peter Garrett. You're
0: Peter like, Garrett was like the singer of Midnight Oil and you're <laughs> like, no. And I was like. no. Nope. Hazel, sex husband. I was like, oh, John Jarrett. That's my yeah. dad. <laughs> really? <laughs> 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 Can, Can we, we do. Can we the story? No. No, yeah, he's my friend Will's dad. Um, so Ned used to tour with a band called uh, Storm the Sky.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um Ned was like, by the way, do you know that's like John Jarrett, like John Jarrett is and Na- Noni Hazelhurst are his parents? And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Did so Noni I have know seen did... Noni at a gig
1: did and I have Noni... seen John Jarrett at a gig. Did Noni read him go the fuck to sleep?
0: <laughs> I wish.
1: I would love Noni Hazelhurst. I to was read like, the I was at go go the, the Metro
0: Theatre uh in their like side like their side um Area, and um, it was like one of the last few shows that Storm the Sky did. And um I look around and I look and I'm like, oh my god, no Hazelhurst
1: is it. <laughs> <laughs> Noni Hazelhurst is
0: He's like, leave her alone. And I'm like, it's okay, <laughs> only because she's Wiggles mom. But yeah, John Jarrett, uh, we were at so Storm the Sky supported the used when they did um the two shows at the Endmore. And so the first night we had seats upstairs because they weren't our favourite albums. They were doing our favourite albums the next night. Mm -hmm. And so Ned and I are just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, like John Jarrett in it, he was in a nice suit. And his, like, daughter and his daughter's girlfriend, like, came and sat a few rows and everyone was, like, <laughs> losing their fucking mind. And I was like, yeah, his son's in the bed. <laughs> like,
1: but, but, he's nobody knows, gigs. but nobody knows that. So John Jarrett just showed, showed up, up in a the fucking uni. suit. And yeah, he... <laughs>
0: no, he's, he's there to watch his son's gig. And his son is one of the lovely, he is so fucking talented. He has one of the, he has a voice of an angel.
1: Shout out, Will.
0: Shout out to Will. Yeah, I don't know, Will, but shout out. Well, he's really lovely. I'm pretty sure he lives in the States now. hope Aww. he's having a good time. Me too. Anyway.
1: Send him, send him, the, send him the podcast. I will. Cool. I'll be like, <laughs> we talk about you and your dad. <laughs> but, um,
0: his sister also has really awesome sense of fashion. I
1: bet she does. She always like, oh, looks so freaking cool, and I'm like, damn it. Oh, that cool. Yeah, that kind let's of Let's just do a short podcast series on Australian films.
0: Yeah, let's do, I'd happily do it,
1: because there's Fabulous. so much to talk about. Yes, we can
0: even do documentaries. Excellent. Add it to the list because there's uh Gaby. I don't know that one. It's about um uh like LGBT families. Fabulous. I, I think it it has yeah I think it's all Australian families like like gay parents and and whatnot. Uh, we'll have to watch it
1: yeah um anyway back on topic anyway (laughs) anyway uh if you don't know kat and i routinely go off course it's Um, it's 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 ADHD brain
0: it is um so basically jason and luke end up like in violent tackles with one another and and jason eventually gets the upper hand and sarah's obviously very impressed with mr Mm Um, Suki, I love that Suki goes into the bar and Tara's like, scene
1: again. "What did I miss? Uh, you missed Lafayette getting the leg." Oh, that's right, the hip, is hip, hip out of the So it goes back down to the dungeon. They've put Lafayette in the dungeon again, yeah. and Lafayette is like, "I remember that there is that piece of silver as the hip replacement." Yep. Uh, shout outs to the special effects team because this oh, looks horrible. Cool horrific it's so that gross that body that body would smell so mm. horrific and combined with all of the other smells and everything that's been going on I, what what
0: why are you doing that to yourself
1: i've ugh. but what happens is lafayette moves moves the carousel thing that is probably rotating a single yeah. cake around her lazy system. <laughs> <laughs> just a single cake. Have you seen no, because you wouldn't have seen it because it's the Simpsons. There's oh, like yeah, this scene in The Simpsons where it's like people rotating a wheel and it's actually just spinning a pie holder in I think it's like itchy and scratchy world or something like that. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's Damn it. So fu- it's so funny.
0: I'll have to watch it on YouTube so I know what
1: you're You, about. you will. I'll have to link it. <laughs> yeah. Um but so Lafayette moves this, this wheel thing that he's on. Um, to get the leg because it's yes. just out of reach. So he, he sort of gets it with his legs. And then it is the most horrific scene. This scene always sort of gets me because Lafayette starts breaking the joint. Yeah. Because he's trying to get this silver He, he doesn't see it
0: as a person anymore. Like No, it is. Mess.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's probably just because he's in this dire situation. Yeah, true. Um, and so it's just easier to think of it as a sack of meat. Um enemies to an end so oh, yeah my favorite like my favorite part of this is lafayette trying to bite the bone off because again it's lafayette has dehumanized this yes. piece of this this leg and
0: he is a survivor um, as well
1: yeah he is a survivor first so him trying to bite the bone off and he's like he's like punching the leg and he's t- like got it on its end yeah. and he's <laughs> trying to break it so that he can get his piece of silver out um, and then he uses the hip replacement to break the chain. It's yeah, all, it's it's very it's very survival. Yes. Mm. Um, so now we can go back to Suki.
0: Yeah, Tara and Suki are talking about um, stuff going on in their lives at the moment. So because Tara... I haven't caught up in a little while. No, no. Uh, Tara's telling Suki that she's. A little bit worried because things just seem too good to be true living at Marianne's. Like, I've got this happening. My bed's made every day. Um, and so Suki actually offers Tara to move in with her. Like, she had already gone to the bar to, to ask her this.
1: Yeah. This uh, this was Suki's intention. Yeah. Uh, and Suki's kind of using it as motivation to clear out Gran's room.
0: Yeah. Which is really not... Uh, it's a big... It shows that she's ready to take this next step and move and do something next.
1: I think it's also kind of just like Suki isn't a hundred percent sure whether she is ready or not, but she knows if yeah. Tara moves in, then she's forced to do it. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes that's what you need to do is you just need to be pushed. Just fucking do it. Through that through that final sort of stage of acceptance in grief.
0: You need your own like uh what's his name? Rob Rob Schneider. Like you can do it. You
1: can do it. Yeah. Everybody I hate Rob him. Schneider.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I don't hate him. That's a strong word, Addy.
1: I only have strong emotions. <laughs> I only, I only have strong emotions, as 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 witnessed in the last couple of weeks. I'm either numb, or it is. I hate Rob Schneider. <laughs> those are my two emotions. Well, I hate Rob Schneider is a whole emotion on its
0: own. Rob,
1: Rob, oh. I hate Rob Schneider is a whole damn mood. <laughs> Poor Rob Schneider. <laughs>
0: Oh, um, what? Fuck that guy. As Sookie's leaving, Murloc, she actually runs into Marianne and she listens in, but she can't understand Marianne's thoughts because they're in another language.
1: She's she, chanting something.
0: Yeah, and Sookie, you can see the look on Sookie's face where she's like, What the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> more, t- more fantastic acting by Anna Paquin.
0: <laughs> Not subtle at all.
1: I don't. I like Anna Paquin as an actress. Like yeah. I don't. I I don't love her. I don't hate her. Again, I only have strong emotions except for Anna Paquin. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like her in the X Men movies. I yeah. like her in the couple of things that I've seen she, her in. Was but in she's. Scream. She was.
0: Yeah.
1: Or she is. Oh, she's I in
0: the know. opening of Scream yeah. Four in the cold open, as it is called in horror movies. Oh, well, there
1: you go. Uh, she's been in a couple of things I've seen her yeah. in, and um, this is just. Bad acting. Yeah. It's I don't think she quite understands Suki as a character. It,
0: it um, feels like yeah, she's kind of you'd think after a season she'd know where she's going, but yeah. yeah.
1: Um but yeah, so she just kind of is taken aback by this chanting that she hears and she goes, I'm sorry, I'm normally really good at picking up accents. Where are you from? Um and like, just goes, Cod. That's right. Yeah, that's, I know that's best potato best best potato chips in the world. Uh and like gets Tara on her side as far as like this is entirely non-suspicious. Yeah. Don't be suspicious, don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious.
0: Too much time on TikTok. I don't know what you're talking
1: about. Um so yeah, so Tara and Suki say goodbye. Tara say, uh Suki says, you know, let me know when you want to move in. And the look of Cogs just moving in Marianne's head yeah. is is perfect because she's like, I'm about to lose. This anchor that I have into this community, the one who's standing up for me, again Tara is in an abusive relationship and doesn't quite realize it.
0: Yeah, um, it's just because
1: it's not with her mother.
0: Oh, like, but a it's, another, like yeah. it's a love relationship. Yeah, an intimate relationship. She's not recognizing the signs.
1: She's being love bombed.
0: Oh my god, she is. Holy she's
1: been gaslit. She's been gaslit and li- li- um, love bombed. That's what it is. Definitely. Um. So. I, need to, Marianne, school, excuse me, I need to
0: take my braces out. Keep going.
1: I'm just watching in mortified horror. Oh, oh that no, was... was just
0: killing my front teeth. That was that was gooey. Yeah, it was.
1: That was so gooey. I haven't like, um, had to
0: not produce a ridiculous amount of saliva yet, so... <laughs> I couldn't um, talk with the top one in properly, so I was like, okay, it's got to go. It's
1: got to go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Marianne is kind of, like, you can see the cogs ticking. How is she going to keep Tara um, within close range? Because she yep. needs Tara. Um, and, so, like, the, the bar sort of seems to be bumped a little bit. You can yeah. see, see things starting to kick off a There's little bit. There's lots of people in
0: there. There's yeah. There's kind of conversation happening.
1: Yeah. Um, so... Where am I up to? Um, We're at to
0: the Ring of Light performance. Yes, we
1: are. Yeah. Oh, no. Lafayette escapes.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes. So he's We're escaping. so good at this. Oh, I haven't written right there and I'm like, I just skipped that paragraph and I was like, worry <laughs> right about it. So uh, Lafayette is making a run for it out of Fantasia, but he is stopped by,
1: uh, what's her name? Ginger. Ginger. So the door, right. the door is locked and Ginger comes out and... Lafayette trying to seduce Ginger is the funniest goddamn thing. Oh my god. Lafayette Lafayette immediately assumes this like hyper masculine like persona. He's grabbing his crotch, he's like, this does things to my nether region. And I'm like, can you not say that in front of me, please? I don't want to hear a Christian that. radio station. Excuse me, I'm I did not consent. <laughs> I did not consent. Mom, come pick me up. Mom! <laughs> the kids are being weird. Um and Ginger shoots him.
0: Yeah, she's just like, no, fuck you. I'm sorry. You're, I'm going to shoot you instead.
1: And then and then she's like, fuck! Realises what she's done, throws the gun down, and just starts screaming hysterically. Yeah. Lafayette's got an open gunshot wound. It's a pretty typical Ginger response. So. It is absolutely <laughs> a Ginger response. The Ginger only responds by screaming. Only in screams, and that's it. Or, Or trying to seduce Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um and lafayette goes give me a rag she grabs one she goes these are all dirty like bitch you do not care you just shot this poor care. dude he, he doesn't care just give him something yeah basically um oh that's where he starts doing the side hustle because he's like uh, when he meets uh chow and eric and pam yeah. because he's like uh eric calls him damaged goods and he goes not if you turn me yeah exactly what duh, eric Again, trying to side hustle this thing. Oh, yeah. Um, always now we hustling. Get, always hustling. Now we get back to the Christian rock performance. Yes, which was really awkward for me. She know, Again, she's trying know. to exude, like, this sexual energy, and it's and very it's awkward. Weird. Because Mom's she looks like, well, like she's 12.
0: She's also dressed like, uh, she's dressed conservatively, but also like a 12-year-old would dress.
1: She reminds me of Daisy Duke. A little bit, yeah. If, if you had like Daisy Duke in a Christian conservative situation, because she does be have it. like she does have like the tied, um, shirt and she does have yeah. shorts, like dead-on shorts, but they're enough that it's titillating for a Christian audience, for a conservative yeah. Christian audience,
0: and they're kind of like, ooh, she's cool.
1: And they pan into the audience, and like this song is about how she loves Jesus, and Jesus asked her out, and all this kind of stuff. And Luke is sitting there, come to Jesus moment. Oh, wow. His hands are up. He is like a fucking man except he wouldn't yeah. say fuck because that's a bad one he just says man. Um, and again like and jason's there like preach babe preach and i'm just like this is fucking awkward this is the worst free gig i've ever been to i'm really i'm really uncomfortable i'm <laughs> so uncomfortable
0: i'd be like as a satanist i'm really uncomfortable here
1: I think with anybody with common sense, I'd be really uncomfortable. This is this is not my scene. No.
0: Um. The next scene with Steve running that exercise about how to handle a vampire sympathizer is really uh,
1: strange. I like it because it kind of delves into I think the motivation for Jason going to the the light of day yeah. conference because he feels guilt over Eddie. Yeah, I think he wants to be able to rationalise what happened to Eddie. Yeah. I say I just took my glasses off and I can't see a fucking thing. Hello. Um, <laughs> How many fingers I, am I holding up?
0: Peaceman. Oh, okay. My nieces like to do that when I take my glasses off. And I'm like, I'm not right next to me. I can see you. <laughs> I'm not
1: super blind, but it's just I've like been wearing them all day and now I can't see oh, fucking And your shit. eyes are like, help. Yeah, basically. I yeah, so Jason is trying to justify what happened to Eddie by, yeah. like, sort of programming himself into this uh, vampires are bad. Yeah. Like, mentality. Um, so Jason gets up there, he's talking with Sarah, because Sarah is the vampire sympathiser. And she's talking about how, you know, she doesn't care about Americans' kids and all this kind of stuff. And she turns around and she goes, because I'm a vampire and has these really horrible <laughs> plastic vampire teeth. And Jason has what I can only call a Vietnam flashback.
0: Oh yeah. He has a huge PTSD response to it. PTSD um, response. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because he goes back to when Eddie's being killed. So Jason's yeah. response is grab the American flag, break it in half and nearly kill Sarah. Yeah. And Sarah's like Sarah Luke looks like he doesn't know whether to fuck marry or kill Jason. <laughs> Um, he is he is playing that game in he's his like, head. He do it? He's like, Which he's, one he's do like, I do? Do, do I fuck Marek? He'll he'll kill him. And Sarah looks like he could jodel at, uh, drown a toddler in her panties.
0: Yeah, she's so like turned she's on by it. she
1: is so turned on by she's this like display stab of like me, daddy, hype exactly. Stake me, daddy. Stake me, daddy. Vampire, daddy.
0: Um, Speaking of vampire, daddies.
1: <laughs> good segue. I like that. Good segue uh
0: but no that we're we're, ge- we're coming up to that um Suki finds jessica at bill's all alone and jessica's like i love how she like fakes like mocks him and she does it so so perfect. well
1: she's jessica like, i must attend to errands that do not concern you please stay errands here errands to attend to <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like i'm so bored <laughs> yeah saying. but um, she sees but she sees her parents yeah on tv on tv and the consequences of what happened have kind of dawned on her a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And she does start to cry. And this is where we learn that vampires cry blood.
1: Didn't we learn that earlier? Probably. Probably. But this is where um, I remember the lesson. The, and this is where, again, Jessica is like, shouldn't have some. Shouldn't somebody have taught me this kind of thing? Yeah. The, what gets me, though, is that when Suki's watching the TV and Jessica's parents are, like, calling for her, Suki has, like, this look of, almost revelation where like she's like holy shit Jessica was a person yeah Jessica had a family Jessica like was part of a, a family unit just like me yeah exactly um and I don't think that quite dawned on Suki until then so she goes to Bill's house and Jessica's only there and she's kind of confronted yeah. with that with that feeling again yeah um
0: at a department store <laughs> Bill is looking for clothes and um, he's like,
1: looking at clothes for Jess. It's and there's like so a hate horny like
0: employee there.
1: She's like, oh, you're such a good dad and touches him. And she's like, oh, you're so cold. Um, How yeah. about I take this tiny little skirt and model it for you in the back? And Bill's like, Mm-mm, no, thank you. Because no. she's like looking at him and he goes, Not interested. I am vampire. Yeah. I'm like, dude, basically, <laughs> basically. Uh, um, but I love when Eric
0: shows up and they're like, nice hair. And the girl's like, oh. oh. And they're like, what?
1: <laughs> it's just, we're, we're, not, we're not gay, but okay. Um, I mean, but, fine. <laughs> okay. My favourite part is like Eric showing up in like a matching tracksuit. I love it. I love because, that energy. Because like you will randomly see Eric show up in later scenes, but he's in like a black wife beater. Yeah. Just, like dad jeans, like black dad jeans and songs. My dude just wears flip-flops. He's just like, I'm going all out. I am, I am dressed up. <laughs>
0: I am dressed to the nines.
1: I am, I am going to the pub. Oh but he's like, <laughs> but he's just like, he's just there. And so he's confronting Bill about Godric. He's like.
0: Yes. Um, you need Suki to go to Dallas. Dallas, Yes. Um, because they are investigating what has happened to Godric, who is the sheriff of
1: Area 9. Yes. Um. And the implication is that Eric is asking Bill to get Suki out of a nicety. He's just going to go do it anyway. Yeah, he's just being polite. Yeah, but there's this whole sort of glazed over thing where Suki has autonomy. Yeah, Suki is a person. This
0: is the whole Suki has
1: thoughts and feelings. Like not always, but she does have thoughts and feelings.
0: But Eric does bring up a fact that they did strike a deal.
1: Yes, I think Eric is kind of pushing the boundary of oh, that yeah. deal. But also and, like, in specifically... a vampire's
0: mind, he's like, she made a deal. That's yeah. it. Uh,
1: but he's a hundred percent doing it to shit stir Bill.
0: Oh, also that, but also he does have a very
1: important job for her to do. He does have a very important job for her to do. My favorite part is like, he says to Bill, is that your final answer? And he's like, yes. And he's like, play, poorly played Bill, poorly played. <laughs> and just walks off. So, yeah. <laughs> My friend. Um, yeah, so we sort of go back to Jason in the bathroom, is I that, think.
0: No, but, not yet.
1: Not yet? Okay. Uh, then my next one is Give Me Your Tongs. Give Me Your Tongs? Give Me Your Tongs. Uh, so if I don't have to, if, if I have my not um, Daphne drops something. And she's um, not managing her tables lot. correctly. Yes, yes, we're at the lots. And um, Daphne's the new waitress. Waitress, yes. And Arlene is really frustrated. Yeah. Um, and, and Terry's really frustrated because they aren't. Oh, yeah. This new girl isn't doing what she's supposed to. Like, she's writing really terrible tickets and all this kind of stuff. And so Arlene says to Terry something along the lines of, like, you need a break. And he goes, I'm not taking one. Yeah. So Arlene puts her shit down, yeah, and goes into the kitchen and goes, give me your tongs. <laughs> Arlene, no, give me your tongs. Me and your I'm tongs. like, give me your tongs. And it's T-A-W-N-G-S.
0: <laughs> but also Terry notes that most of the orders are going to table nine. Yes. Or table four, either one. One I of them. Uh, it's where
1: Marianne's sitting. Yes. Marianne, Marianne forgave $100,000 debt and is buying $100,000 worth of food. Yeah, exactly. Um. So... I- it sets we, and it starts to set up the relationship between uh, Daphne and Marianne, because yes. Marianne uh, Daphne goes out and she's like looking really lost, and Marianne calls her over. Yeah, and there's this very lingering shot of Daphne looking at Marianne, and you sort of get the idea that something is going to happen. If something has not already happened, something is something going is. to happen. If something is. happening mm. uh, and Sam is going over to Terry to stop him from drinking because Terry has been sober for a while.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you can tell
1: that Terry is drunk because his top button is undone. Oh,
0: no, Andy. Andy. Andy, Andy.
1: yeah. Andy. Sorry, my brain. <laughs> um, and it begins, it ends in Y. Uh, has a vowel. Thanks, <laughs> I has, has some consonants. Uh, same family. Um, <laughs> so... Andy is explaining that he doesn't really see a point in not being sober right now because he's yeah. had his livelihood taken away from him temporarily because he's been demoted. Um, he's been taken off his case. Uh, yeah, because the case they kind the of the person in the
0: back of Andy's car.
1: Yeah, because Andy he, was drunk that night.
0: Why he needs to be on that case?
1: <laughs> um, but my, I hate it because Sam continues to enable him. Yes. Because Andy says, just don't cut me off tonight. I will start again tomorrow. Don't cut me off tonight. Yeah. And Sam lets him. He's like, all right. But Sam, seen the, the damage that alcoholics can do.
0: Yeah. Sam also is upset that people are dancing because he's like, I made Merlot so people wouldn't get annoyed, like people wouldn't annoy you to dance.
1: And people are getting jiggy with it.
0: There are people dancing everywhere.
1: And people, people are slow dancing and people are doing the bump Marianne's and grind. on the and
0: dance floor. She's Mary Maryanne is
1: the middle of it. She is the yeah. epicenter of this. She's doing some drunk mum dancing. Yeah, I I have I've, I have specific flashbacks of my mum doing this. I have done it and myself, it, and, and I'm not it even gives a me it, it it just heckles. I'm <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> happy, but also my mother's an alcoholic, and the reason for my complex PTSD. That's, so i yeah, that's <laughs> I'm just a totally like, different mm-mm. story. My mum didn't
0: really ever drink my whole entire life.
1: It's weird. Yeah. So I've got Asa. Sukie so is a person with autonomy. She's on Bill's property, which relates back up earlier.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So now we go to Suki and Jess have just showed up out the front of Jess's house. Yes,
0: because Suki's agreed to take her to see her family, but only
1: sit in the car. Yes,
0: she's not going.
1: A vampire, a baby vampire with, compuls- uh, with in- impulse with yes. impulse control issues. A up happening? Just run she runs into that house because she see because she sees a mother, I think, she's opening her. the blinds. Oh yeah, opening the blinds. Um, and, um,
0: just as she's about to leave, because she knocks on the door, and just as she's about to leave, her mother answers.
1: Yeah, Suki used to like, drag her no. away. Suki's <laughs> life is flashing before her eyes.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, Bill's gonna fucking kill me.
1: Bill is going to destroy her, um, but not in a good way. And Jess kind of Jess introduces Suki as her friend. Yeah. Um, Jess's mum is really thankful to Suki yeah. about like bringing her baby home, and then she says, "Come inside and I'll make some tea." So no, Jess has been Jessica allowed. In.
0: Actually, says, "Well, isn't someone going to invite us in?" Yes. Yeah.
1: That's it. She kind of manipulates her way into it. Yeah, because she's got to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um. And now we go back to Malots, and, and Eggs walks in. Yeah, he wants to talk to he wants to talk to Tara uh, because Tara kind of ran off on him. Yeah, um, and he wants to be like, look, the reason I told you that is because I really like you. I want to be open and honest with you.
0: Yeah, I want to be with you, so yeah. I need to tell you all the bad things that you
1: know. Well, the things that I haven't forgiven myself for. Yes, and he's not he's not seeking forgiveness in Tara. It is no. important to note he's not seeking forgiveness in Tara. He's just being open about this. Because that is what healthy relationships are based mm. on: yeah. open and honest, like honesty. Um, and Jane Boathouse is there. Oh, I out. love, I love Jane Boathouse I as character. tells her off.
0: She, yeah,
1: she's like, "You are so drunk. You normally wait for other people to hit on you. What has yeah. gotten to you?" Because Jane hits on eggs. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "I don't know," and walks off and sort of wanders into Marianne. Mm. And Mary- Marianne sort of does like the brain sucker thing on her, and that brain sucker is going to be hungry. What brain sucker? She like touches a head or oh, something does she? like I that. Didn't yeah, that. and um, it kind of stirs uh, Jane Broadhouse a little bit. Ah, that makes a lot of
0: sense.
1: Um, so now we go to back to the Light of Day Institute, and Jason is looking after himself. He is brushing his teeth. He's about to floss, yeah. and in walks Luke,
0: who. Doesn't look too fucking
1: impressed He says I bet you think you walk on water and Jason quick as a whip goes I thought that was Moses. I <laughs> Jason for fuck's sake. And then Luke's and Luke's like that was No, Jesus. that was Jesus, you fucking idiot. He doesn't say that. That was that was me.
0: But that's um, when he just... clicks to Luke that Jason is a fraud in all of this.
1: Yes, Jason is definitely here not for he hasn't earned the position. He's just yeah. kind of, I guess Well, but the thing life is Luke also
0: opportunity. thinks that you have
1: to earn these things. That's because Luke went through the like he he whittled his way up the ranks to be invited. Yeah. This isn't this is an invitation only conference, but Jason was just kind of given this opportunity. Jason Yeah, well, he still Luke had to thinks, pay
0: to get to the conference, don't forget.
1: Yes. So he but, was
0: invited because they saw potential in him.
1: Yes. But uh, it's again had
0: to work really hard and didn't get this potential identified in him.
1: Yeah, and, and because Luke has worked so hard and he's gone up the ranks, why is it so yeah. fair that Jason walks in and takes what Luke sees as his entitled spot? He's entitled yeah. to this position as Alpha. So now we have two Alphas trying to duke it out.
0: Oh, God.
1: Um, and then Luke says something really, really racist. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's just delicious Southern racism. Yeah. Um, and then he leaves and Jason is again just so conflicted by this inner turmoil about the guilt he feels yeah. about Eddie and what he wants to achieve and all this kind of stuff because he's again he's trying to justify what happened to Eddie as completely fine because the vampires are evil
0: yeah so he's trying to like con- he it's like you know confirmation bias when we read something that only confirms the bias that we have towards something he's trying to establish that
1: yeah, he wants the confirmation bias to reassure yeah. himself that, yes, yeah. the vampires are evil. What happened to Eddie wasn't my fault. Um, it was just God. I'm a good will. person. He, um, want, uh, he wants yeah. to lay the blame specifically on God. Yeah, absolutely. He not a scapegoat. Yeah. Um, now, I think I have my notes mixed up. Are we back at Merlot's or are we yeah. at Jess's house?
0: No, where because it wraps up at Jess's house. Yeah. So Sam has brought Mary Ann into his office because he's really upset that his bar's basically turned into a, like this a nightclub where people are like bumping and grinding all over each other.
1: He says people are damn near having sex on the pool table. And it's true. Yeah. People are people getting are on. it on. They're having
0: a good time. Um, And so... Marianne so they're talking about something but then she starts to do the that like humming buzzy
1: fuzzy she vibrates she starts vibrating vibrate. through time again yeah and Sam really panically is like no I've seen you do this before you can't do it this is like and Dog, then he do it turns again. into a dog. He turns into a dog, yes. He turns um, into a dog.
0: Uh, Marianne says, abracadabra, Sam. What I just did to you, I can do anytime, anywhere. So unless you want your customers to know your little secret, you better think twice before you threaten me ever again. Do we understand each other? And then she leaves.
1: Marianne is a hard
0: bitch. Oh, yeah. And now we're back at Jess's house. Well,
1: one more interesting thing. When we go back to the bar, we see Jade Boathouse. And her eyes are completely blacked over.
0: Oh, see, I don't, I miss these things. I must be like doing something else.
1: So I'm there's, thinking, there's, there's, there's a shot of Jane and she's dancing really like just with it and that kind of thing. And then it pans up and she's point, She's her face is up oh, and her eyes are completely yeah. black. Yeah, I know that shot. Yes. Something, something has gotten into Jane Boathouse. What is it? Well, what, what do is we it?
0: usually associate black eyes with? Possession. Yeah.
1: A little bit supernatural. They
0: all had the demons had black eyes. Black eyes. Yeah,
1: it's very that sort of soulless kind of thing. It's it's honestly it's that emptiness. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Something something has taken Jane and it is controlling her. She is empty. She is a vessel of possession. She's lost that. uh
0: Lost her emperor's lost her groove. I don't know. (laughs) You've thrown you've thrown off the you've thrown
1: off the emperor's groove. We watched that the other night.
0: Oh, I love that
1: movie. It's so good. Uh, I've been watching too much Conjuring because I am like, she is a vessel. She is. It's all possessed. on Netflix now. Yes.
0: And Stan, I'm pretty sure. I was like, yes. "What? That's amazing!" Such good
1: movies. Yeah. Um, we are about to learn some things about abusive parents because we go back to Jess's house.
0: Yes. So her her mother had asked her to stay there until her father gets home. So she's like, "Okay, no worries." And um, he comes home. And Jess, obviously, you know, is so excited to see her dad. They hug
1: each other for a minute and then her dad pulls her off him by the shoulders and is like, what is wrong with you? Where did you go? Do you know what you've done to us? And
0: he's like, it's really a violent and aggressive moment that leaves Jess absolutely shook before she flicks out her fangs and says, go ahead, daddy, get your belt. This time I'll be ready. And he is, like, mortified at the fact that she is a vampire.
1: He's good, his good little Christian daughter has been yeah. taken as a vampire.
0: Yes. Um, now we're at uh, Faintasia in the office with La- Lafayette.
1: Where Lafayette is hustling and he's like, I'm not broken goods if you turn me. I will 100% shake my ass up there, all that kind
0: of thing. I will work in the bar. Um, I'm, I'm a great bartender. I know what I'm you've doing. Seen, you've seen my
1: website. You know you've what seen- I can do and oh bless eric looks like he kind of toys with the idea for a second he kind of considers it and then he's like "Mm, no nah he says i'll Uh, take it under advisement i'll take it under advisement that's right and then pam chow who is like eric's right hand man and um eric start eating yeah they basically swarm him yeah. And it's like,
0: we don't know what happens to Lafayette. We don't.
1: Yeah, that's that's where we leave way for the episode. Yeah. Daddy Bill is home. Yes. So but
0: before that, there's this really interesting uh uh like soliloquy that Jessica goes on about how her dad is cruel and you know to her mum you're just as bad because you did nothing about it.
1: Yeah, you're dumb she's as dumb so, as a bag of hammers.
0: Yeah. And it's just really fascinating. Uh she also grabs a the belt from her father's uh
1: pants. Waist, yeah, and, and like wraps it around his neck.
0: And she says to him, Don't worry, it should only take a few minutes.
1: Like she is a hundred percent there. She she's she is, she is she is she she now realizes her full but she's kind of realized her full potential in this situation yeah. where she, she's the apex predator. She's the I, I thought
0: it was her taking her power back from her parents. Yeah
1: she's yeah. she's used to being helpless in this situation because her, like she said like daddy get the belt like she's used to getting the belt mm, she's um like, but not now, this time. <laughs> yeah now she's an apex predator now she can take the power back um yeah. and then bill knocks down the I door he just busts in he just knocks that bitch down and then glamours jessica's little sister to invite, to him, invite in. him
0: in which i thought was just oh that gave me goosebumps
1: like bad I was like oh, it it evil feels will. it feels it feels vaguely like grooming that's what I think yeah it, that, a little bit but
0: also like don't fuck with me because you can see that I can control your daughter so you're gonna do exactly what I tell you right now.
1: Yeah and he's kind of doing that to save Jess's parents.
0: Yeah absolutely <laughs> because she probably would kill them all.
1: Yeah um so he grabs uh Suki, Suki. And Suki's like, "I'm so sorry." And he's like, "I now have to fix up your mess." Shut the fuck up. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I have to fix up your mess. And then that's kind of where we leave it. We don't yeah. we don't see what happens to Jessica's family. We, we only see Suki run them back to the car.
0: Yeah. And we do see like Bill give this look to Jessica's father where we're kind of like, "Is he going to kill them? What's he what's
1: his plan?" I think Bill finally realised, like, when he comes into that moment, he realises that her father figure is probably a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. He
1: has taken the second to assess the situation, realises that Jessica is trying to take back a situation. Yeah. he, goes,
0: it's kind of like a little bit of empathy in a way where he's like, "I'm gonna fuck your shit up now." Yeah, I don't think Bill will kill them because he's no, he's not much of a, a he's he's person. Yeah, so he's not
1: vampire, whatever. <laughs> he's he's not going to kill Jess's parents unless yeah. it is absolutely necessary. Yeah. He feels so much guilt over having to turn Jess that he wouldn't willingly go and kill again. Exactly. Yeah, um, without a cause, no, unless it was like. Not. Suki told him to do it or something like that. Well, Suki just mentioned how this person was
0: mean to them, so he went and killed them. <laughs> that cop gave me a parking ticket. Dead. Dead. dead.
1: Never dead. to see the light of day.
0: Um, so what did you think of this week's
1: episode? I love this season. I love this episode. I, I, I love, love that, episode. <laughs> that agent. Marianne is an agent of chaos and we're starting to get that. Um, I love this kind of quick dip into Jess's background, even though it is quite shallow um and i I love the light of day institute yeah i love institute. i love the fellowship of the sun yeah so there's dumb. this is it's honestly season two and season three are probably my yeah. favorite seasons because they've there's so much wacky shit that happens yeah but it's contextualized it's not just wacky shit for the sake of wacky shit like it happens in later episodes but this is very me. contextualized and it still feels very relevant to the political situation that texas was going through and continues to go through And even so now yeah absolutely um what did you think
0: i love it uh i love this season because of marianne um it's just this a very so uh, confrontational season there's lots of nudity there's lots of sexual expression and freedom um it's really fascinating uh and especially because they bring a lot of like mythology into it as well mm-hmm. i was like that's really fascinating i really like that like beyond just vampires being the only supernatural creatures
1: yeah you kind of get like you know there's a little bit about werewolves and stuff like that um but there's there's actual things outside of this scope that people aren't aware of and i love that this season and next season kind of take Suki, and she says something about this either last season or she says it this season um about no it was last season because her little bubble was really safe i think she says it's episode two or three or something like that her bubble is very very safe and all of a sudden her mind has been expanded whether yeah. she likes it or not she yes. is on this ride now
0: yeah absolutely and it's kind of cool it's kind and especially when we do find out about like Suki's place in this whole supernatural world
1: mm-hmm.
0: um I, I kind of like that exploration and I wish it was better written and placed in the series
1: I I have well. When we get to it, I will have very strong thoughts and feelings about it. Yeah, absolutely. It. Um, it's been a while since
0: I've watched that storyline, so I'll my thoughts. I will probably
1: be so different. <laughs> I hate a lot of it because it feels very childish yeah, and um, like it's trying to play to a very specific trope, and it's trying to be like people, It's trying to play out for people. Um, I think it could have done, it could have been done a hundred percent better. Um, but I do like the juxtaposition of that against this sort of dark yeah. tail sort that's of. It's
0: really nice
1: in a way, in a weird but, way. In a weird way. And that is, a, that is a, a comment for a later episode. Yes. That is a conversation
0: for a later episode. Totally. For that episode, probably.
1: Probably, probably for those <laughs> series of episodes, really yeah. For nice.
0: those episodes, yeah.
1: Um, so that's it. That's us. Yeah. We're, back. We're um, back. I mean, you'll, you'll, hear, you'll hear last week's episode before this one. Uh, but that was filmed before our hiatus. Yeah, uh, filmed, 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 recorded, filmed, filmed. Yeah, uh, so we're back.
0: We are. How exciting! Is, and soon we'll be able to do like some like cooking stuff. Hopefully, yes. We, uh, we had around. all these
1: oh, we had all these plans for Halloween, and I probably shit on that. Did you? I I? About that? We were gonna we were gonna do like a Halloween thing, and yeah. we were gonna do stuff. But I like I literally no didn't have the resources to do it. And no, me I think I think the the break that we had was actually yeah. kind of therapeutic it, it's brought me back to this and I feel really excited about it as a yeah, too. to I think when we were getting when we were wrapping up season one it was starting to feel like a bit of a chore yeah but I think that was more the season as well we both oh, love yeah. these season so much oh, it's going so fun fun to it's gonna be so fun to explore
0: and I was like, like let's get through ideas. season one so we can get to season two let's go yeah basic, basically basically <laughs>
1: that's it um so this is where we plug our socials um, um, so you can
0: find me at Catstead underscore, and you can find my horror movie podcast at Cats at TGIF Podcast.
1: Absolutely, and you can find me at Gamer underscore Raid R A D E, and you can find the podcast at Club Dead Pod.
0: We also have a Discord. Um, we do have a Discord. Can, if it's if kind it'll... of dead. We'll, we will realive it now that we're out pumping out some episodes and uh, maybe I'll get a little bit more active on socials now I have some time. Because yes. I've wrapped up all of the editing, mentoring, and typesetting for my book. It's with the graphic designer at the moment.
1: I'm so excited. The, the thing that you linked me today, your article that you wrote was oh, so amazing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you'll you'll need to check out Hero Scream. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, I actually wrote an article today about uh, rejection sensitivity dysphoria, which is a Little fun symptom of ADHD and people with uh, PTSD and other trauma-related
1: mental illnesses, and people yeah. who are probably just a little bit too neurotic. You probably will read it and go, "I identify with this." You may not have PTSD or ADHD or nice be on a a the spectrum or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. When you when you feel this this thing that is going on, like you you will identify yeah. with
0: it. And um, anxi- anxious people do do have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Um, I'm also
1: going to plug my Twitch, which is twitch. Yes. gamer underscore raid or forward slash gamer underscore raid, because I'm streaming again. Yeah, because you have a um, That's awesome. I have a computer. We finished <laughs> Mass Effect, we started Mass Effect Andromeda, that went nowhere because it was crap. Um, oh, that sucks. And now I was going to play Forza but it keeps crashing. So I think this week we're going to do a little uh, State of Decay. But this, nice, I will have done that by the time everybody hears this episode. So just come yeah. and follow and get into the and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> um, hang out, catch up with us.
0: We will, um, we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week, fam. Bye!